And I'm Karina. And this is the Becoming Babe AF podcast. A badass comedy and empowerment podcast from two Texas gals focusing on real life sass. Just giving you the tools to feel babe as fuck. Alright babe, so everyone has a body, right? Unless you've had <laughs> like a full transformation, new organs, new skin, the whole nine yards. Just kidding. That's a super outlandish and very invasive situation. So here's what we want you to know with this week's episode. We've all had struggles. We've all come from very different viewpoints. But what we are standing together on is that if you want a bikini body, take your body right now as it is. Flaws, cellulites, shit you hate, shit you love, and put a fucking bikini on it, okay? Or a bathing suit, or leave the house in your favorite pair of pants, um, you know, hard pants, not those yoga ones you've been wearing because we're all still uh, in a pandemic. Um, but just know that even though the women you see standing in front of you are not the women that we've always been, we are different we are mothers, we are cancer survivors, we are battling every day to even just choose a meal that's a little bit healthier, you know, like one more piece of vegetable. Um, Because you know we want to literally live all days full of cheeseburgers and ice cream. But our heart would not like that. So, we have to educate ourselves And know that even when we stand vulnerable and even when we talk about these things to you guys, it's not just because we're trying to ruffle your feathers or fluff your pillow at night before you go to bed like housekeeping in a hotel. We are trying to let you guys know that you're not alone and that what you feel and how you feel and when you feel it freaking matters. And we are going to continually do our best to make you feel more confident and grounded on your own two feet. So this one's a vulnerable one for us, guys. Um, So here we go. And we thank you for listening. And um, we can't wait to see how you feel and, and hope that it helps in some little or big way. We love you. Keep up the great work. Yeah. Who loves their body? Raise your hands. Depends on the day. It depends on the day. If you love your body, who likes pancake tits? Who likes dimple thighs? I just made up that song in my head. I just want y'all to know. Should we do a little rap? <laughs> Maybe. Um. So. Belly roll. We move over your boots, fall under your arms. <laughs> you raise your hands, your arms slap over. You heard it here like first, that. folks. I have all of y'all enjoyed my singing. It's fucking lovely. So last week we talked about Glennon Doyle, and I'm literally like four pages in past the prologue, and there was a section that I feel like is awesome. Because it goes along with what we're about to talk about. What do you, 
read, oh, excuse me. Your burp was also a little bit in slow mo. Well, tell me about it. Okay. So it says. Okay. So these feelings are, these feelings, these are the feelings you are allowed to express. These, this is how women should act. This is the body you must strive for. These are the things you will believe. These are the people you can love. Those are the people you should fear. This is the kind of life you're supposed to want. Stop making yourself fit. Like, those eight sentences for me were like, <laughs> stop the train on this hot mess express. What? My train, My train went outside. Oh, that's good timing. I didn't even realize. Look at me go. Look at me go. Uh, 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 uh. So how do you feel when you are told or perceived in a certain way that you have to make yourself fit? That I have to make myself fit? I feel if someone tells me that, that means I'm fat. Ugh. That like hurts my heart. If somebody tells me I need to get fit or I need to work out, that makes me feel fat. I'm just being honest. When I tell myself I need to exercise, that means that I feel uncomfortable with my body. Have you ever felt like that before or is this new? No, I've always felt like that. I used to be bulimic. I used to be bulimic. This is the first month in my whole entire life that I have felt like I'm, I have accepted my body the way it is. The first time in my whole entire life. I love my that. My whole entire 35 years of life. Do you think it's because you turn 35 and you're like, fuck it? Like, this is how I am. This is how I'm going to be. Like, I don't think it was a matter of fuck it. I think it was a matter of I'm too old to think so immature and so deprecating of myself. I don't know if that was the right word, but I just said it anyway. I am 35. I have a lot of, I have health issues. There's things I can't control. I have weighed in the 140s for four years, and I can't get out of it, so I'm accepting it. I can work out, I can eat healthy, I can do whatever I want, and I'm still at the same weight. I could, my hips are never going to go away. I have a huge ass that whether I do 100 squats or 5,000 squats, it's not going to get any smaller. Might just perk up a little bit. It might just perk up a little bit. That's it. I take hormones. I've I've gone through menopause already. My metabolism is way crazy off. There's, my body is my body. I can work out, like, I can work out three times a day. I can eat healthy, and I'm still going to look like a bag of nickels hit my ass. It's just, it's part of me. 
It's part of me. It's not like you're going to miraculously just grow a belly button. <laughs> I mean, I'm learning to love myself. I yeah. got a little extra fat roll when I hang over. I got a little mop. I went to take pictures last week, and I felt so sexy. She gave them back, and I was like, oh, what is that? And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Put it in the fuck bucket. Put it in the fuck bucket. Um, I understand. I didn't have an eating disorder as a younger human. Um, but there were a lot of things stacked against me. Like, uh, the weather in Indiana sucks. Like, (laughs) I don't know. Uh, six months out of the year? That's not an excuse. But with asthma, exercise induced, by the way. You have to work out inside, like, six months out of the year because it's fucking freezing outside. Yeah. Um, and for me, for a long time, winter weight was not just in the winter, right? It happened probably about October when you can't really play golf and walk four to six miles a day carrying 30 pounds of golf clubs um, to get your exercise in. Like, I used to have arms that looked like a baseball player's. Like, I remember one of my girlfriends, her name is Kat, and shout out, Baby Cakes. We went to dinner one time, and I went like this. Like, I raised my hand above my head to, like, pull my hair behind my ear or something. And my arm was like, I threw baseballs all day. Right? Like, chiseled AF. And I am, I think about that all the time. Not in, like, a way where I miss it. I know I've gone through a lot. Like, since college, I've gained an autoimmune disease, left part of some cancer in a jar somewhere that looked apparently really fucking gnarly. Like, lost 25 pounds and half an organ. Gained a husband. A a wife, I said. (laughs) I got a work wife. Um... A life that I am becoming really proud of for what I'm doing, not by what I look like. Right. Like, if you've never met me, when I got married, I was 168 pounds. And for me, that's a lot. Like, I tried not to get over 140 in college because I knew that felt gross. And I know it's not gross. I know that sounds crazy. I'm five foot seven. I carry weight in very different areas. I've never had a kid before. I don't have a fucking belly button. Like, I look like a tomboy. Like, my mom used to make fun of me all the time trying to wear wear jeans because my ass was so big, but I had no waist to hold my pants up. So, like, I had to wear a belt all the time. Because it didn't fit the way... It was supposed to. Now there's shops like Fashion Nova that appreciate the fact that you have a big ass and a skinny waist, right? Like, so, so I get that struggle just in a different manner because I had to work really hard, like, to even feel like a girl a lot of the time. I'm not saying I have sexual dis like disorientation in regards to that, but like. I don't look like the curvy, voluptuous, 
woman that now is, I don't want to say trending, appreciated a little bit more. It's looking like a woman or a man or a body. I don't think your body figure just. I don't think it. It shouldn't decide how I feel about myself as a person. Like you and I, right. Way about the same. Yeah. So your body is way different than mine. Yeah. And I look at you thinking you are way skinnier than me because my body is built different. And yeah. I feel like I am overweight when I'm compared to you. And we shouldn't feel like that. Yeah. Like I'm jealous say, of your boobs like 90% of the time until I... It's only the bra. <laughs> Somebody else said that today. And I'm like, they make miracle bras, don't y'all know? Because this is a miracle bra. You can see my cleavage right here and I feel sexy as fuck right now. I don't even know what cleavage is. I don't think my my boobs have not touched each other since 1999 when I had a C cup. And it lasted for one summer and then left town like it was going on a road trip and never returned. It's like a one-way ticket. Bye. One-way ticket on a westbound train. Who sings that song? Is it the chicks? Speaking of the chicks, did you hear that the Dixie Chicks... Are no longer called the Dixie Chicks. They're the just called why, the Chicks. The same reason why Lady Antebellum is no longer called Lady Antebellum. Antebellum. Because people don't like to use more than one syllabic word. I, I don't necessarily not. know. I don't know. So what we're saying today is. You got that extra roll down there? Love it. If you don't follow Mick, how do you say her last name? Zazon. If you do not follow her on Instagram, <clears throat> got a little tickle in my throat. You need to. She was a baby of the week a couple of weeks ago, but like her ability to number one, she could shadow bait on TikTok all the fucking time. Um. Because I'd rather see right now on TikTok 16-year-old girls doing dances and crop tops and fucking short shorts than they would an actual person. Which yeah. I feel is very strange. Also, I'm on the app. I don't... I'm not shaming myself or anyone else. But, like, <laughs> I wear crop tops sometimes. But they're also with a pair of high-waisted pants that are vintage and not the ones you can get at the store right now. So... Well, and I'm also 39 years old. What? I dance. I'm mine. I know you do. You're really good. You're really good. So, yeah, speaking of Mick Zazon, she talked today. Well, it's not today when you hear this. Last week, she had a post up and she said a really dynamic quote for me. Um, and so, I'm going to share it with you. You guys, I'm just like, it's story time with Jess and Karina right now, apparently. Um, so, it says, How many bodies do you have to live in to realize that your purpose in life isn't one big transformation photo? I think that is so dynamic in the manner to where, like, you can fucking filter, edit, Photoshop, Lightroom, a picture all fucking day long. But if you wake up every day feeling inconsiderate when you look in the mirror, I want to hug you. Like... I'll put on a mask. Duh, you know I will. And I will 
Do whatever it takes to make you feel a little bit better about your day and about yourself. You are beautiful. Let me tell you what has helped me in the last 30 days. Okay. I'm not as skinny as I used to be. Good. I'm not in a size four like I used to be. It's very small. I I feel like 36 B's are like perfect cup. And I unfortunately wear a 36C. I never in my life wanted to wear a 36 because I thought I was fat wearing a 36. One of my bras is a 36D because it shapes differently. And I felt, well, I had never started feeling beautiful until Saturdays or Sundays when I stopped wearing makeup on those days so I could give myself self-love and self-care. Jess and I are very different in this way. Jess hardly wears makeup. Jess wears makeup as much as I don't wear makeup. Hold on. Yeah. Does that make sense? Did I say it right? Yeah. So I have learned to tell myself every day, you're beautiful. Oh, man, you got a little blemish. That's okay. Oh, man, these jeans don't fit. Let's just find another pair for today. And... I'm just adapting to it, knowing that I can't change my, I can change what I look like, but I'm never going to be comfortable with myself unless I love myself for who I am today. If you can't love yourself in all the processes, then you need to reevaluate your self-love. And if you have trouble doing that, ask other people to help you with it. Because I feel like, in your case, you've dealt with this for a very, very long time. I've dealt with it here and there. It's never been an overwhelming dehabilitation for me. Um, But I will say that there are times in my life where I look at myself and I'm like, man, like what happened there? Like, there's a picture of Chris and I pretty recently in my memories that I carry it very weirdly in the way to where, like, it's not necessarily in one particular area of my body, but it's, like, a little bit everywhere that just looks a little bit uncomfortable in my clothes. Like, I was in the bridal industry for a very long time, and I know that going one size up is very awful and hard for a lot of people, but that one size up or even a half size, is so much more comfortable and will lay so much better on your body, even though it's not where you want it to be. It's how you then get to portray yourself and go forward and feel better and more confident in one size bigger. Because if you take 14 different brands with the same shirt, a.k.a. extra large, Mm-hmm. You can literally lay them on top of each other because they are not cohesive anymore. There is not cohesion in a digital scale versus one that whirls around. There's not cohesion in different brands, whether they're European, Chinese, American. They're not the same. So why would you put yourself in a box to try and make yourself the same if your clothes aren't even fucking, even if your clothes are different? Like... Yeah. I understand there's a mental block for a lot of people. 
And I understand now that when I aim to be a size 8, right? Because that's what the normal body type size was when I was a kid. Or going from a junior size to a women's size, that was the <coughs> the average American woman was a size 8. Now, the average is a fucking 14. Is that because body types are different? Is that because everyone's fucking unhealthy? Is that because muscle weighs more than fat? Is that because clothing designers do shit so differently and it's not in cohesion? Like, you don't really ever know. But what I do have to understand is that it does not fucking matter what the scale says, what the label says. It's how you feel, right? Mm -hmm. Like, it's how you understand matching the mental with the physical because I can tone a muscle or I can tan a muscle and they look the fucking same without losing weight or gaining weight right right I can tone it or I can tan it or I can cover it in a long sleeve shirt but if my mental state is fucked up like it has been for the last three years post-cancer and grades passing it's been fucked up. <laughs> but how I bridge the gap is working on the mental part before the physical part can happen. I can go run. I can do yoga. I can hit the heavy bag. I can get on the pro form. Like, I can do that. But if I'm eternally fucked up in the head because of how I feel about eating a piece of cheeseburger versus a salad I have to do better in that regard first yeah. and that's where I was I was so mentally drained by trying to do all of the things that it was making me more stressed which was causing me to get off my balance yeah so if I want to eat a fucking hamburger I'm going to eat a fucking hamburger if I want to eat cauliflower, I'm going to eat cauliflower. Dude, so good. I mean, cauliflower gets to be fucking pizza when it transforms the right way. I'm not going to feel guilty about it. You know how guilty I felt about it. And I'm just not going to allow myself to feel guilty about that any longer. I'm really proud of you because I know that's not easy. I'm going to just continue to be thankful that my body's fucking functioning in the way that it is now versus premature Jess or college golf Jess or pre-husband Jess or pre-cancer Jess. Like, mm -hmm. I get to be post-cancer Jess with a bomb-ass personality, which we all knew I've had before. I just forgot it for a while. And I'm also pooping on a more regular basis, which is kind of helpful for the way you feel. But that's a whole different podcast. Well, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what? What do you think moving forward? You want to continue to work on? 
Me? Personally? Forever yeah. or just me? What? I'm going to continue working on self-love. Period. Is that what you want me to answer? <laughs> yeah. Here, here's my, here's my, um, thought on that. I'm going to work. Everyone's trying to fucking find balance, right? Like, how do you go to work and come home and cook dinner and work out and please your people and mm-hmm. then yourself? I'm going to work on, excuse me, fulfillment over balance because I feel like, excuse me, if I'm trying to balance all these things I only have two hands so at the end of a day or the end of a week or a month or a year or even a fucking second I'm gonna want fulfillment in that because I feel like that fulfillment is the key to my mental stability even though the run helps right even though the beer on the patio with my girlfriends helps even though Banner laying in bed is the heaviest dog on the planet and I can never move him in the middle of the night. Waking up with a leg that's half asleep because he wanted to snuggle with his mom all night. That is okay. I'm going to work on not complaining so much about my situations when, when there are people that need to hear what's helping us feel better. I'm going to work on balance, too, because balance is important to me. I'm going to learn how to give myself a little bit more grace because that's really hard for me. I think it's hard for everyone because you never, like, I feel like the, the word itself is so dynamic that it can go one way or the other. Like, do you give yourself too much grace? Are you too easy on yourself? Or... Are you not giving yourself any at all to allow yourself to breathe and like relax and like take in moments that are precious and present and important? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, was that a question? No. <laughs> I just feel like giving the ability to even say this stuff out loud is helpful for us to hold ourselves accountable in the way in which it's not an overnight thing. It's not an overnight success, if you will. It's the demeanor and the way that we need to keep doing what we're doing and learning and like shifting Mm -hmm. to find fulfillment in that. Correct. I agree. I agree. Hard pause for those in the back. I might need to hear it again. (laughs) Can you hear us in the back? back? That's right. So how do you want to round it out? Y'all, Karina is the best closer, I tell ya. I'm just not good. I'm like, I'm like the bitch lingering at the back of the networking event that won't leave. Like, I'm always the last person at the party because I'm here to help clean up. (laughs) I just 
want to say if you had somebody rolled, love them, love them, love them. If you're skinny, if you're big, if you wear a size two, oversize 22, we still love you. Yeah. You can love you. I'm a background singer these days. Hype girl. <laughs> okay. We hope that you will continue to do better for yourself so that you can do great things for those around you as well. It's not Rome, you know, not built in a day. But Correct. we hope that your capability to do so is greater than yesterday. Correct. Karina with the one word answers. And we out. <laughs> that was abrupt as fuck, but that's okay. And we'll see you next week. We love you. Keep up the great work. joining us at high noon at the Bay Bay of Corral today and if you're listening to this at another time it's completely acceptable because you know it kind of stays on the web or platform or whatever um we thank you guys for feeling a little vulnerable today we thank you for speaking out about any struggles that you've had any beauty standards that you want to smash because fuck the status quo Um, it is absolutely okay for you to live a life without a permission slip. Glennon Doyle talks about this in her book, Untamed, and I just think it's a very great and prominent statement. Even though it is talking about, um, sexuality in a way, I think that in order to even come into that, um, realm and understanding of you as a human, you need to love and protect and respect your body. Um, and fuel it in a manner that makes you feel good, even if it's eating a cheeseburger and french fries, or if it's a healthy, well-rounded salad with all the vegetables. Um, We know that we've had struggles and ebb and flows and twists and turns in our journeys ourselves, especially um, in our younger years and even in our older ones as we stand in front of you right now. So, Just please, please know that you are not alone and um, we cannot wait to bring interviews back to y'all soon. We have some bomb ass babes lined up and a whole new realm of of questions. So um, if you are so inclined, um, we have created a group on Facebook called Babe AF Bombshells and we are holding each other accountable in the... Um, very soft fitness world in the nutrition and recipe and the lifestyle and we're going to be diving into our podcast topics way more in depth than we do on even our Instagram so we would love for you guys to pop in if you don't know where to find us you can do so um, on all social media platforms um, or you can even email us at becomingbabeaf at gmail.com Um, We hope to hear from you, and we'll see you guys back next week. Toodles! Thanks for checking us out. Find us on all social media platforms at BecomingBabeAF. And remember, when in doubt, dance dance it out. out! See y'all back next Wednesday.